0: Alright guys, welcome to the ARWP podcast, the all real wrestling podcast. I am your co-host, Eric Novak, and I'm here with your special guest, your Harley Quinn of Hate, one half of the unguided Damien Drake. Damien, how hey, are you today? On,
1: man? I'm doing very well. Just got done doing a photo shoot, so I'm on my way home right now.
0: <laughs> all right, that's awesome, man. I'm a huge fan, and I got so many awesome questions for you today, man. My I uh, to hear them. My friend uh, Jason Smith wrote half of these down, so credit goes to him. All right. Okay. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> All right. So the first one: What gave you the idea of combining the DC universe and wrestling into one gimmick? Uh,
1: a lot of that was a mixture of uh, like me and my dad together. Uh, when I was bo- when I was born, my dad practically implanted wrestling into my head, like ever since I was born, and uh. I grew up as far as I can go back and remember. Uh, I I remember watching like WCW first, and uh, what caught my attention with wrestling was uh, Sting when he just debuted like as the the Crow gimmick Sting <laughs> mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I was always the big. I I was from there. That was kind of my introduction into like the dark character like the dark characters, dark superheroes, and kind of uh, vigilantes in a type of way. And uh, and Batman was always my uh, my number one favorite uh, comic book character. I could just read over and over. So when I first started uh, coming up with the the characters, I knew from the start. Like I wanted to do uh, a superhero, and I wanted to do it very based off of Nightwing. Um, as much as I love Batman, I was always a big, I was always a big fan of the sidekicks and Dick Grayson. The first Robin was always my like number one like favorite, and like seeing him go from like he was a sidekick to being his own superhero, like I thought that was like really cool. Like it was an awesome like transition for him being you know just. The partner in crime to like, no, I'm going to be my own superhero. So for a while, I had like, I I had the name, but I didn't have the look yet. So when I first started, I was just like generic wrestler, like 27, like I had biker shorts and kick pads, and that was all my gear.
0: <laughs> was that the so, time when you were tagging with TJP?
1: <laughs> yes, that was the time when I was tagging with TJP. Yeah, wow, like you're like probably. The only person
0: that remembers that right now, to be honest. <laughs> Bro, TJP is one of my favorite wrestlers. He's actually what made me fall in love with wrestling. And when I actually saw that you were tagging with him for ROH and for other uh, independent promotions, I was yeah. so stoked about that. I was trying to find uh, some of the matches online. I found a couple of them. I was really, really entertained.
1: Yeah, we only had like a... We, uh, I, was, I was like... I think at that time when I was tagging with him, I was about like six months in. So I was still like... I was still very new, very new. Um, he was such a cool. He was such a cool dude. Um, I see him from time to time, and uh, he's still very cool, man. So those, those were, uh, those were some good times. Man, mm-hmm. I haven't even seen those matches in like forever, too. So I'm, I'm probably going to have to go find those myself and watch them to see how terrible I was. back
0: <laughs> <time. laughs> <laughs> Nah, man. I thought you were. I thought you were great. Actually, I thought. I thought you, both you and him had such good chemistry, and you know, you guys are both on FSW. I really, really can't. I want to see you guys do a one on one. Uh, I'm.
1: I've been trying to. We've been trying to for a long, for a while. Like we've come so close, like so many times, and then like last minute changes happen. So, but um, you know, it's it's still out in the open. So who who knows? You you know, maybe maybe it might happen at the next Mecca, or maybe like maybe I'll come jump them at Impact or something. Who knows,
0: man? <laughs> Speaking Never of know. Impact. I saw you know, it's crazy because I'm a huge Chris Bay fan as well, but for some reason, during his debut, I was more excited just to see you there. <laughs> that was really <laughs> that was really funny. cool to see that.
1: No, oh, yeah, it's funny, like that's probably the third time Chris and I have wrestled against each other. and uh, as much as like you know, it was his debut, it was his debut. And you know everybody was so proud of him. Like I even I had so many like of those same people come up to me and like, hey man, like we know this was Chris's debut, but like you did awesome against them, and you made them look like a million bucks. And you look like a million bucks, and that was that was really cool because I've never like I've done Impact like two other times too, but I've never heard any anything like any feedback like that before. So that was a really cool thing, and I knew if you know if the roles were switched, it was my debut and he was in my position, he would do the same thing for me. So it was it was a it was a very cool moment for not only him, but for me as well, man.
0: I feel like you guys had more of a chemistry than like if you wrestled anyone else. I've seen more matches of you and him, like countless. Like you said you guys wrestled three more times. I've seen yeah. you know a couple of them and you guys have really good chemistry. And I know you guys are like friends in real life as well.
1: No, yeah. And I think that's what makes I think that's what makes at least his and I's matches like different too is because like don't get me wrong like there's matches you'll see on a card or a show and they're and they could be great matches but the chemistry probably like won't really like pull the, pull the fans in you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so the very first time we wrestled uh and it was literally named like first time ever like from the minute like he came out and I came out and then we went to the back after the match like the crowd the, the crowd was just on fire never a dull mode like never dull never quiet it was really it was a it was a very cool experience i've i said it in a podcast that i did like two days ago like that's probably hands down probably my favorite match in my career so far was that match with him
0: all right well <laughs> that causes out one of my questions <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> that's funny um so you said staying from wcw mainly influenced you right? From day one? I
1: wouldn't uh I wouldn't really say it was just W C W. Um uh, I mean definitely like Sting like Sting was a, definitely a big influence. Like he like just, just the fact that he was able to like tell a story with just like one expression on his face mm-hmm. is what really is like what really captured me. And then um, you know, of course, when they were, I of course was growing up during the Monday Night Wars and stuff, so I don't really, I don't really remember a whole lot. But I've gone back and I've watched the whole entire Monday Night Wars thing. Uh, the Hardy Boys, mainly Jeff Hardy, was like another inspiration. Just he was willing to do anything and everything just to like win, or he put his body through so much, but he was able to still stand up. Like at the end, he was definitely another inspiration too. And uh, when Impact was like in its prime. Uh, a, uh, AJ Styles. I mean, he still is nowadays, but AJ Styles is also an inspiration of mine too. Just the fact that he can go out and he can have like an awesome match with anybody. It's just that's such a. It's, to me. I was like, I want to be. I want to be that guy. Like, I want to be able to go out there and just put on an awesome match, whether the fans like me or they like the other dude more. Doesn't matter.
0: Uh huh. All right. Um, how do you feel yeah. about AJ and Dylan Taker Uh, I, it's, I, I, I don't know how I feel about one to be
1: honest.
0: No, um, I have the same reaction. I'm not like yeah. crazy about it because of the circumstance, you know, that like the age, you know, the year it is, you know, like they're not in their prime. Like, Taker's not really in his prime to hit, you know, a five star. And it's also like, you know, it's the timing. I feel like the timing is very wrong right now.
1: Yeah, and for me and like for me what really does it man, like I'm sure probably a lot of other people feel different about it is like the, the last mania that Taker did and he retired. Like for me I was like, okay, well, you know, I was like, all right, Undertaker's done. Like for me I was like that that was it for Undertaker. And the past and don't get me wrong, I, I love seeing the Undertaker when he wrestles and stuff. But for me, I just really felt like when he retired, like, and he came back, like, not even like, not even like a year after. It was like a couple months after. It that it kind of like kind of killed it for me in a way. I was just like, I was like, man, you went out in such an awesome way, and now you're, um, you're. And I'm sure he, there's probably like, he's got some re, he's got some good reasons why he's coming back. But for me, I was just, it, for me, I was just, it's just not the same. You know what I
0: mean? No, I hear you. I hear you 100. Yeah, percent I agree with you 100. percent
1: I'm sure the match they're they're gonna have will be just as just as good as any other Undertaker match or as any other AJ Styles match. Because mm-hmm. that's it. What's for me? What's good about it is it's it's very different style. You know, um, I don't want to. I don't want to say AJ is like a high flyer, but like the stuff he can do against Undertaker, I feel like it's really gonna. Not only is it gonna elevate like. AJ in a way, but it also maybe could elevate Undertaker in like kind of
0: a way too. Uh huh. I hear you. I agree with you. I think those are you know great points, and and I agree with you 100 percent on those. Um. All right. Next question. You wrestled a lot over the this scene. Any goals you have set for yourself?
1: Uh, I thought you'd be uh, hard. Yeah. Probably. Probably my main goal. Um. My my main goal. Uh. Once everything kind of hits. Picks back up because of the whole uh, pandemic we're kind of going through right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, my main goal is to, just, is to just get around and just and take over. Just by the end, like by the end of the match or by the end of the day, you're gonna know who Damian Drake is or who the Unguided is. You know, so that's that's my main goal. Once everything pick picks back up, my end, probably my end goal, I would say, is to eventually wrestle for new japan pro wrestling mm-hmm. or after that after i do like a tour or two with new japan pro wrestling i would love to wrestle with aew
0: all right so all right yeah that's that's interesting wow um <laughs> well, this is a side question only because i'm curious you've been on impact for three around three times would you consider going to impact if uh the offer was there
1: uh yeah, I would. If the offer was there, you know, I'd, I'd be able. I, I would consider it for sure, one hundred percent. I'm not gonna, you know, just say no. Like this is what I want to do. I'm gonna go straight to that. Like I would, I would love to. I would love to at least wrestle everywhere at least once. You know, mm-hmm. so I would. Yeah, if the offer was up there, and you know, it was something I can work with, and they could work with, and yeah, for sure.
0: All right, awesome. Um, any dream matches from past, present, or future wrestlers? If you have to give yourself ooh. anyone to put in the ring with you.
1: Uh, past-wise, I would have to definitely... Past-wise, I would definitely say either uh Sting or Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Present. Ooh, that's a tough one. Tough one. Present, I would probably, I probably would want to say AJ, AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Future, Kenny Omega.
0: Oh, wow, all right.
1: Yeah. Okay, let me, let me so, Pathwise, Shawn Michaels or Sting, present, AJ Styles or Jeff Hardy. Uh-huh. And then future, Kenny Omega.
0: All right. I. I you know, it's crazy because I, I would love to see any of these matches. I think I think I think you literally gave me the best guys. I you yeah. These are literally the best guys I can see on the list. Wow. Yeah, it's
1: pro, it's it's literally it's a lot of the guys. It's a lot of those. All of those guys is really like my favorite. I love watching no matter what match it is. Um, but yeah, those are those are the guys I would definitely would want to have some dream matches.
0: Uh-huh, wow! I I hope to see some of these. I really do. Kenny Omega definitely. Oh, you know. Yeah. Jeff Hardy hopefully. Hey, just yeah <laughs> all right, um competition is needed in the business. what drives you to continue doing what you do
1: uh even though I went through this transition right now, uh, it's definitely the fans, it's definitely the fans is what really drives me because I right because uh, I'm one of those I love to just like I love to feed off the energy of the of the crowd, you know what I mean whether. Whether I'm a heel or whether I'm a babyface, like I just I love to feel the energy, and that's what really drives me. it's really the fans that drives me, is what really keeps me going.
0: That's awesome. That's, you know? that's the best
1: Because like if the, like if the fans aren't really connecting with you in any way, then you know what 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 are you really doing this for? You know what I mean? Yep, I agree I was I was always told if you're in this for the money, get out. You know, and I've never really been in it for the money. I've been in it like I want to enter, like I want to be able to entertain people.
0: Whether they hate me or they love me. Mhm. All right, that's awesome. Um, I I know that's the best answer. Like, I'm I'm shocked because you know a lot of people would say something else. But fans is definitely you know the best answer. I feel like that's the yeah. truth, and I feel like that's the kind like, of thing. If you,
1: if, yeah. If you put it in a, if you put it in retrospective, like. Without the fans, like where, like I mean, obviously right now, like we're people are out, some promotions out there are entertaining the fans because you, know, you know we have Twitch and we have like the internet and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're still putting on matches without the fans is cool. But if you think if you think about like like decades ago, like if they didn't have the fans, where would pro wrestling be right now?
0: That is true. That is very true. You
1: know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And money's only going to get you so far.
0: I agree. So I really like your promos. Yeah. You made a promo yeah. yesterday. The one about you guys locked in the room, like, you guys are just in the room. That was really funny. So, yeah, yeah. You, you gotta keep it alive, you know? You gotta yeah. like, give fans
1: the waiting
0: for thing, them to like, come like, back. That's
1: another thing, too, like, with that video, you know, like, everybody's taking advantage of the coronavirus, and, you know, like, I, 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 wish, I wish nobody gets this. I, I wish everybody's safe, safety. You know, I wish, I don't I hope, if you feel sick, please stay home, you know, uh, like, please be safe, take care of yourself, but the fact that, you know, wrestling promotions, they're still putting on shows for people to watch at home, that's cool, but, like, promo-wise, like, nobody's taking advantage of it, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, me and my buddy, were t- me and my partner, were just like, hey, we, like we might as well, like, let's just do one, like, let's take advantage of it, you know? So... It was, uh, it
0: was a lot of fun, and we and were laughing, like, doing it, so it was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, I, I really liked it, too. I was, like, I was, like, laughing the whole time. It was hilarious, in my opinion. Oh, my God. Yeah, you, got, you guys are really entertaining to watch. I love the whole unguided. We'll talk about that, though, in, in, a, in a few other questions that I have about your transition. Sure. Um, when did you start training to be a professional wrestler? Because I know, you know, I watched you know, your recent podcast. I don't want to watch too much of it because I don't want to spoil anything for myself today, but I know you talked <laughs> about, yeah, I know you talked about a lot about, you know, training and your dad. Can you give me some more insight on that?
1: Yeah. Um. So I, so before I, before I ever started, uh, my dad is really close friends with uh, Funny Bone. So they kind of, they worked together like uh, for a minute and then, you know, while Funny Bone was still wrestling and my dad even trained for two years as well. But I was my brother, uh my younger brother and I, we started getting into sports in high school in high school and all that stuff, so he didn't want to miss out on all that. After I graduated, um he uh you know, he like I wanna say it was maybe a year after I graduated, Honeymoon called up my dad and he was like, Hey man, I'm doing uh, a show with Sinbodi, uh we need like a manager spot with would Damien be cool with it? And I was like, Oh and he was like, Yeah, let me ask him My dad asked me and I was like, Oh yeah, cool, I'd love to do it. And my dad told me he's like, Cool, funny bone said to wear your douchiest outfit you can think of. I was like, Uh, okay. So that night I was uh that night I was going through my closet. I was going through my uh was going through my uh stuff. So what I came up with was a black pair of skinny jeans. At the time, this was about mid twenty fifteen or so. I want to say. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, at that time, for some reason in my head, douchebags wore purple. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know why. It I feel because like
0: the villains, like Riddler, Joker, like a lot Pro- of them. Like, probably,
1: <laughs> and like that was kind of like the whole like Justin Bieber phase and all that shit going on. <laughs> And he wore purple, and I was just like, "He's a douchebag. He wore purple." <laughs> so I was, so I was just like, "All right, cool, some purple." So I had like purple and black pants. I had like a purple DC skateboarding shirt, and like a gray famous hat and sunglasses. And I was like, "All right, this is douchebag. This is douchebag." So I'm, cool. <laughs> I'm ready. I literally just, I just dressed, I just dressed like some, but like people that I went to high school with. So <clears throat> excuse me. So the next day, uh, I get dropped off to the show. I see Funny Bone, I meet Finn that day, and Finn looks at me, he looks up and he looks me up and down, looks at Funny Bone and goes, So this is my Justin Bieber? <laughs> and I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like I couldn't get away from it in high school and like that was my first gimmick ever in pro wrestling was Justin Bieber.
0: That's hilarious. I was managing
1: <laughs> I was managing Bieber security. <laughs> which was a which was fantastic. Hey, <laughs> uh, so, that was my that was my first that was my first taste in pro wrestling doing a pro wrestling show ever. And it was so much fun, and I met Chavo Tra- and I met Chavo Guerrero that night, and he was doing a seminar at FSW the next day. <clears throat> he was like, "You should come down, you know, check it out, like and stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, cool." But I went to the seminar the next day, and that was the first time I was like, I did the rolls, bombs, everything, and it really took a toll on my body. I was about. 18, going on 19 at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. Three days later, I signed up with FSW. And six years later, here I am.
0: That's awesome. That's an awesome story. Uh, you know, a lot of wrestlers yeah. don't have that kind of story that you do. So it's really cool that you have a story to tell like that.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: So form is really big when it comes to wrestling. Like you're either a high flyer, uh, submission-based. What would be your form of wrestling? What suits you best?
1: Uh see when I started out I was I uh, I was uh, doing or the high flyer when I first started mainly cuz I was I was uh I still am but at the time I was really big into like doing parkour and stuff so I was really trying to incorporate that with my wrestling and I kind of caught on with like with some of the stuff with wrestling real quickly just cuz you know I did parkour um I also did track and field when I was in high school so that was really helpful excuse me (laughs) so yeah um so at the time for like the first four years of my career I was just a high flyer um not what not what high flying is nowadays I was a very I was a very basic high flyer is what you'll say (laughs) (laughs) um and then lately like transitioning in this past year with the new look and all that stuff I just I call I've been kind of more grounded I've been kind of more of a a, I guess you can really say a brawler in a way Mm -hmm. but I just I call I call my I just what I call my style is a aggressive high flying so I use it uh I only use it when I need it and when I do use it it's very hard hitting so I so I don't know if it's just if I'm creating a style or if it's already a style, but I
0: just I call it aggressive high flying. I never heard anything like that. So if you, so I think you are creating it. I think it's really sick that you're creating it. You know, me and my friend, right. uh, cool. Dylan does this podcast, we always talk about like forms. Like he's a huge uh, Zack Saber Junior fan. You know, we, and I'm a huge uh, TJP fan. You know, they all have their tech, you know technician. So a lot of them all have right. high flying. We've never heard of aggressive high flyer. And I've seen some yeah. of your matches. And I can tell what that means now. I understand exactly what you mean by that. Thank you,
1: man. I I appreciate that. So, all right. I guess I created a style for (laughs) of High Flying. That's awesome. Here we go.
0: (laughs) All right. uh, Wrestling is definitely changing in 2020. When it comes to pressure, do you stress on not making someone's expectations, or do you overcome and out for yourself every time?
1: Yeah, I really try not to think about that stuff too much because I feel like if you think about that even before you go out and do a match, it's really gonna. It's re- excuse me for, excuse my French, but I really feel like it's gonna it's gonna fuck with your head. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I really try not to focus on doing that. What I really try to like when I go and I go to a show, I ask the promoter, "Hey man, you know, nice to meet you, or how you doing, man? It's good to see you again. Uh, what do you what would you like tonight?" And then they give me what they want for the match tonight. And then I go out, and then I just go out there, and I do the best I can to make sure it's it's a good match with what he wants. And it's and I know it's going to be what how he wants it. You know, mm-hmm. so that's what I really try to focus on. I don't really try to think of like, oh my god, is this going to be? Is it going to be this good? Is this guy going to take it this good? Am I going to perform? If I am I going to, you know what I mean? So I really try not to think about all that stuff. I really just try to focus on like I'm going to go out there. And I'm just gonna put on the best match I can.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, that's
1: that's really awesome. what I. That's there really is. what I try to focus on. Because if I focus on all the other stuff, I feel like it's just it's gonna mess with my head, and it's not gonna come out as good as I want it to be.
0: Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's good to hear. You know, it's good that you stick to what you, what doesn't affect you. And that's it's great. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. You know, fuck yeah. you over. It should definitely be something that you that you choose to do and enjoy. All right, so we're going to get out of these like tough wrestling questions because I feel like I've been hassling you. <laughs> get to some... No, not at all, not
1: at all. This is probably, the past couple days have probably been the most I've talked about wrestling for a while. So. You
0: don't know how long I've been wanting to like get this uh, interview with you since uh, two weeks ago since we talked. Like, it's crazy. Oh,
1: that's, that's cool, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it, for real.
0: Uh, no, I appreciate you being on here, man. All right, <laughs> so we're gonna get to the you know DC superhero questions, and some of them do have some to do with wrestling. So okay. you don't know this, but uh, my favorite superhero of all time is the uh, and Robin. Also, and it's because of the every time you know I was a kid, I'd come home from school and I'd watch Teen Titans, and that's basically what immediately made me. The, fall ori- like, the original Teen Titans character. The original, yeah. The, I would okay. never talk about Go. I mean, the original okay. Teen Titans. That that's like what. Made me uh where I am today when it comes to DC. He's by far yeah, my favorite character. Have hang up, I don't have to hang
1: up the phone on you if you were gonna talk about Teen
0: Go. No, no, I'm sorry. We're not. <laughs> we're not doing <laughs> that. No one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I disagree. Like, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a quick story. I was on vacation and I didn't even know about Teen Titan's Go. And I'm you know in the hotel in the room and I'm watching the whatever whatever was playing and there was like a promo or for the summer like summertime special coming up and i see it's like you get the original they show you the original ones and like it's coming it's bigger it's this and then they show me the actual artwork like they show you the actual artwork that's going to be for go and i literally took the remote turned the tv and i literally left the hotel for like maybe a good 4 hours cuz i was just so upset with what they did
1: and how and how they No, were. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, when I discovered when I discovered it for me it was the same thing. Somebody was like, Yo, did you check out the new team Titans? I was like I was like, it's back? Are you kidding me? And they were like, Yeah, it's back. Go check it out. So I think I went home that night and I, I couldn't find it. So I like YouTube it like a clip and I was like, What the hell is this? This isn't what I this isn't what I was talking about. I was like I was so disappointed in it.
0: Oh my God. You're not the only one. I feel like there was I feel like the then, diehard fans all were disappointed. Oh I know.
1: And then when I just dis- and then when I discovered the live action team Titan or the Titans, Oh, we're
0: gonna show, get there, we're gonna get there, yeah. we're gonna get there. I don't wanna okay. I don't wanna ruin it. But yeah, Titans is definitely something we're gonna talk about. Um all right. okay, so I've always wanted to know this because because I did research uh-huh. on you, because I did all these matches, I saw before you did the Nightwing tattoo, you had a different tattoo. The Nightwing was, you know, done after the original one that was on your back, right? Right. So, what was the story behind the Nightwing logo?
1: Uh, okay. So, the the original the original tattoo that I had. So, actually, I'll tell you that the Nightwing tattoo that you see on my back now. It's a cover up. Hmm. Yeah, it's a cover up. So, the original design that's underneath is it 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 it, it represents Nightwing still, but it I was it was uh. I drew the drawing up in, like, in high school. Like, I was like, this is what I want for my 18th birthday. I want a tattoo. And so I drew up, like, an original Nightwing design that I did. I did it very, like, tribal-looking for some uh-huh. reason. Like, like tribal tattoos, or I love them. Mm-hmm. So I basically took the head and body of, like, another tattoo, of, a like, another bird tribal tattoo, and the wings were my Zodiac sign, which is an Aquarius. Uh-huh. So I looked up a tribal, like Aquarius, like, logo, what, what you want to call it, and I looked at it, so I flipped it upside down, and then I just doubled it. So I mirrored it, basically. Mm-hmm. and that, And that was what the wings were. So that was what the original tattoo was. And then, it just, as I got older and grew and stuff, it, like, the, the artwork was just kind of showing how kind of crappy done it was. I, d- I don't like talking bad about it because, like, my mom's cousin's husband cousin did it for me. I didn't
0: think it was like, bad. I, I, I actually thought it did have some. I, I did think it had something to do with Nightwing. Like, because I watched this. I think it was, like, one of your matches against uh, Spider Warrior. I think it was exactly uh-huh. that match, actually. And I could tell it was in the form of the same Nightwing logo. I just didn't yeah. know, like, what from where it was. So now it's interesting that you explained to me how and where that was formed and how it was created, which is very interesting. I, I had no idea.
1: Yeah, so then, so after a while, I was just like, oh, I guess I should, like, try to get it redone. Um Sin, Sin actually did the cover-up for me. <clears throat> so, because he does his own tattoos and stuff. He's actually done, like, all my tattoos that I have on me. Oh, wow. Um... I was like, hey, man, like, I'm looking to kind of get this, like, you know, redone or touch up or whatever." We talked, and he was like, hey, man, like, what if we do it, like, what if we make it look like it's Nightwing? He's like, I'll make an actual Nightwing logo. And he was like, what if we, like, make it look like it was, like, like paint splattered on you? And I was like, oh, that actually be, like, fuck, that was, like, that would be pretty sick. So the way how he was going to do it is he was going to apply the whole bird first, and then he was going to apply, like, what the paint, like, uh, like, uh, blocks would be, I guess you'd call them like the paint splatter, Uh as he was filling it up, he was just like, oh, this actually looks like way more badass. I was like, let me see. So he takes a picture of it, and like half of it was like all like filled in and painted or inked. And I was like, like, oh, that actually does look way better. He's like, you want to keep it like this? I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. (laughs) And so that's what it is now.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. I'm actually so glad I got to hear that story.
1: All right, um, this is one that this is I'm, actually, I'm hoping I'm hoping to get a new tattoo soon. Hopefully it might be some heart It might be a Harley Quinn uh, Logo we'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean I do have a couple questions about like tattoos and, and we'll get to that It's about uh DC kind of related stuff So uh, this okay. question is uh, really big for me personally because like I said Robin's my favorite um, I watched all of your matches. I know you came out with a Nightwing-inspired jacket, Nightwing-inspired mask, pants, and the announcer would always say you're from Bloodhaven, which if you're a DC yeah. fan, you know that's where Robin, a.k.a. Grayson, left to become Nightwing. And uh, I just wanted to know what inspired you to do that, to take up a whole role and make that into your DC, you know, like wrestling gimmick.
1: Uh, it just, you pretty much said it yourself, man. Like you were a big Dick Grayson fan. I was a big Dick Grayson fan. I still am a big Dick Grayson fan. So I just, I really wanted to just, for me, I was like, at the time, like they weren't really doing anything live action with like Nightwing or Dick Grayson at all. So for me, I was just like, you know, maybe like, I'll just be, I'll be the live action Nightwing for, in pro wrestling
0: that's awesome so
1: I just, so that was kind of like just the whole inspiration I was just like I'm gonna be the nightwing in pro wrestling like I'll be nightwing screw everybody else that tries to be nightwing like <laughs> I'm the only one so that, that was really the whole inspiration right there it's like I just wanted to if they if no TV show or movie was gonna bring him to life anytime soon I was like fuck it I'm gonna be the live action nightwing
0: I love that I really love so, ob- that
1: obviously I couldn't take the Dick Grayson name so coming
0: up with the name. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I I gotta ask because it's actually the question right right after this. The name Damian Drake was that a coincidence or did you use Damian Wayne and Tim Drake to inspire your name?
1: No, we I we actually used Damian Wayne and Tim
0: Drake. Yeah. Oh, you actually so, did that. That was actually yeah, we, wow. I got I actually that right. Just, wow! <laughs> I
1: took it because like it just it was so fitting, and I just I wanted another reason to use like the Daredevil logo in a way.
0: Uh huh. With <laughs> the DDs, yeah.
1: With the, with the DDs, yeah. So coming up with the name, we were my dad and I were talking. We were just kind of hanging out, and he was like, "What do you want to do for your name?" And like I, again, I was very I was so strict on keeping it like Robin based. So one of the first names I almost did was it was RJ Grayson and the RJ was going to be Richard uh-huh. Jason and then Grayson. And I was like, Oh, that's probably not fitting. And then uh, my dad was like, what if you do something with like something Todd or Jason something? And I was just like, no, like I don't like we couldn't figure out anything. And then he was just like, dude, Damien Drake. I was, and the way how he said it in my head, it was like, it was like opening a briefcase with, like, the golden light. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, that's so perfect. So that's how we came up with it. We literally sat for, like, I think two hours just trying to come up with a name.
0: That's awesome. I, I honestly love the name. And the the minute I heard your name, I automatically saw that you, you know, the whole Nightwing thing. And I'm like, it had to be Damien Wentz and Tim Drake. Like, that's literally... Yeah. It, I, I just had... I just had this huge feeling. That's awesome. That's crazy. No, yeah,
1: like, and what's funny too is like, some people they were, like, some people would come up to me and they're like, "Hey, Damian Drake, is that Damian Wayne and Tim Drake?" And I was like, "You're correct." And they'd be like, <laughs> "Fuck yeah!" And then there would be other people that'd be like, "Hey, so what is that? Where's that name from?" And I'm just like, "Ah, uh, you guys suck. <laughs> you don't know where it's from." And then, like some of, like, so I also teach kids class at FSW. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I first started teaching the kids class, and they heard and they heard my name, the kids would always mess around with me and said that I came up with Damian Drake from Looney Tunes Back in Action. <laughs> like, Because Brendan Fraser's character, his dad, his name is Damian Drake. Yeah, and it's spelled the exact same. So they'd be like, "You didn't get it from comics; you got it from Looney Tunes." I'd be like, "No, I didn't." It's <laughs> funny. No, so, yeah. All right. Um, Here, I have a lot of sto-
0: I have a lot of stories That's with my name in general. Hey man, <laughs> if we got time, I really want to listen to all of those. Um, this question's the uh, pretty difficult one. Uh, take your time on this one. So, I know that you teamed up with Spider Warrior. You called yourselves the Midnight Marvels. I also heard the last podcast. You guys named that because, you know, you needed DC and Marvel so you came up with the Midnight Marvels. Um the change. So you were a vigilante hero type and now I'm not going to say you're a bad guy. You're in the you're in the unguided. You you you're trying to find your own path. You're trying to do your own thing and trying to, you know, maybe cause a little chaos, maybe cause a little carnage. But how does that shift work from being, you know, super, you know, hero, vigilante to to being part of the unguided, trying to find yourself with uh, Matt <laughs> Um
1: So, the transition actually wasn't really that hard. Um, the past, like, year or two, I've been kind of having this feeling and kind of noticing it through some fans and promoters and stuff that I really wasn't getting the looks or like this, the opportunities I should have been getting, I should have been getting, you know what I mean? Uh So I had a lot of like just anger and stress and, you know, some frustration built up, uh, just inside. And, you know, I was just, I I was, I didn't know there was a point where I was just sitting there. I was just like, I don't really know. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to, I don't really know what I'm going to do. Um, it was literally like before I had the triple threat ladder match with Ice and Remy. I was just like, I don't, I don't know what's next. Like, what, whatever happens, I don't know what's next. And then when when I got pushed off the ladder and I crashed to the table before I passed, like before I passed out and was like apparently carried out, I I could I was I saw Remy at the top of the ladder, and he has like his fingertips right near the belt. And the only thing I could hear was the fans, and how mind blown or how excited they were for him getting the belts. Uh-huh. And that, and that really, and that, and then I passed out right there. But really, that last moment, I was just kind of like, I kind of sat there and I was just like, huh, I wonder why, you know, and I, and a part of me understands why because he he practically made FSW. They've seen him grown just as much as they've seen me grown at FSW. So, and then there was a couple weeks where I was just kind of, you know, injured and recovering, and then I'm looking through social media, even my fiancé is looking through social media, and he, we see the fans are all smiling and taking pictures with the new No Limits champion, but nobody is really concerned about me Uh and nobody's really checking up on me besides some close friends of mine outside of wrestling and my family and that really registered and that really sat really in deep inside too because I was like I was like I've done everything for you guys I've even I've even told myself like I represent you guys I'm one of you you know I used to represent of the fans in a way of like it doesn't matter how small how big how, what size you are you can't do it as long as you follow through with it and you know after seeing all that in social media and just kind of playing back in my head with that moment after I fell through the table and even going back and watching the match online at that moment I was just that's where I was like you know what if the fans aren't gonna if the fans are gonna be like that then screw then screw the fans screw mm. the fans and and the way how the unguided came about is, you know, before I before the unguided started coming and you know interrupting matches and jumping and we were jumping people, I saw Matt one of his last matches. He was just kind of going through the same thing because nobody was giving Matt a chance to shine. All they ever cared about, and all they ever cared about when I was in the ring too, was flippy shit. All they ever cared about, and never got a chance to see how Matt what Matt can do. I've seen what Matt can do. Matt can do Matt can do so many things, but all everybody and anybody cares about is the flippy shit. So we got together after one of his last matches and we sit and I just kind of laid it out. I was just like, hey man, I feel like this is what we should do. Let's let's come together. Because people wanted us to be as people when the first match we had, <coughs> excuse me allergies are kind of killing me right now you're
0: good man if you you're want to drink some water good. you're good man
1: no'm i I'm good man I'm good um mm. this is the most I've ever talked in a while so I'm nice. sorry <laughs> <laughs> no don't worry about it you're perfectly fine man I love talking too so so when the very first match matt and I had uh there was even some fa- even some of the fans the loyal fans they were like oh I think we sent the new tag team in the future and him and I kind of laughed at it because uh it's not that we didn't want to do it like we wanted to, but we were just, I was starting a singles run and he started getting a singles run. So we really wanted that singles run for a minute. And I have just gotten out of a tag team too, but I didn't want to go right back into one. Mm-hmm. So, so then after the last match, I saw him do, I believe it was a four way. It was like him, Owen. I think funny bone was in it. I'm not completely sure. Uh, I just met up with him in the back and, I, and we talked and I was like, Hey man, look, I think this is what we need to do. If you, if, if this is how you're feeling, like let's use this, and that's what we did, and that's how the unguided came about. You know, we represent the only people we represent is ourselves. Mm-hmm. We represent those that feel like they don't have a path or they don't know where they're gonna be, but they're gonna do anything to make sure they get on the path, on the right path. It may not be the right thing that we're doing, but if that's what we have to do, it's what we're gonna do. And you can be against us. You can be with us, but if you get in our faces, then you pretty much know the rest of the story.
0: Yeah. You know, I love, I'm not going to lie to you, as a wrestling fan, this is just the best, like, I really cannot wait till, you know, you know, you get into these big companies because I know you will. You're definitely going to get in these companies sooner or later. And the story that you have, first, you know, you played the role as Dick Grayson, and now I'm slowly seeing you, and then... Uh, Jason Todd type of way, like a Red Hood, Arkham Knight type, uh, type of versions, you know. Like, I could see you in two ways. I could see you in the Batman Beyond movie, The Return of the Joker, how Tim Drake was the Joker, and he didn't even know about it or something like that. Or you could, I could see you as just being Jason Todd who follows by his own rules and is just tired of all, you know, the crap and everything. So this is just the coolest storyline I've ever, you know, got to see on your side. This is awesome.
1: Thank you man, thank you. And it's funny too, like I I've, I've had like I've had a I've literally have had a fan, he's very much older than me. He came up to me one time after a show and he literally told me, he's like, Dude, you make me feel like I'm a twelve year old kid again watching <laughs> WW like WWE or W W F, whatever it was called. And and so of course, me not really caring about the fans, I was like, Thank you, man But on the inside, like that really made me feel like that really made me feel a certain way because I've never had anybody tell me that before. Like, I've always had people just come up to me and they're like, "Hey, man, that was a good match." And I was like, "Thanks, man." But uh, after, the, but having that dude or that fan come up to me and say that, it was a it was a really cool feeling.
0: That's awesome. Uh, that's that's really cool to hear. Um, all right, so we're going to get some fun fun questions for you. Have you played right, any man. of the Arkham games?
1: I have. I've played all of them.
0: What's your favorite and what's your least favorite? Oh, that's a
1: tough one. Um, probably my my favorite, my favorite favorite is uh, Arkham City. Uh-huh. Arkham City is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Mainly because this, the whole the whole story with just Batman and Joker in general. Like, you know, Joker's basically like on his deathbed, um, and he's just like, "Well, if I'm gonna be on my deathbed, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Batman with me." Mm-hmm. You know. Hi, how are you? Hi, sorry, man. I'm bored.
0: No, you're I'm good, right man. Now. <laughs> you're good. You're good.
1: You're good. Yeah. What was your pickup time, guys? Eight eighteen. And if you ready? All right. Sorry about that, man. You're fine. Sorry. No, you're good. Um. So yeah, so that so that whole story with Joker was basically like, hey, I'm gonna be you know if I'm on my deathbed, I'm gonna bring Batman with me, but I can get Batman to find a cure for me. And then at the end, he has the cure for him, and ultimately, like Joker, like he kind of screwed, kind of screws himself over, like he stabs Batman in the arm, which makes him drop the the cure for his, the disease he had, you know, and then just that feeling of visual of Joker, or batman having joker in his arms and like you just have this look on batman has this look on his face like he just doesn't know what to do anymore like he's like i've i've lost the basically the one enemy that really made this fun you yeah. know that's like a weird but it, it, it's a weird way to look at it but it's true it's like without Batman. There would be no Joker without Joker. There would be no Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. so that's that's my all time favorite one. Arkham Knight is right behind that. Uh-huh. <laughs> my least favorite is Arkham Origins.
0: I think everyone agrees with you on that one, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Arkham Origins. It was a good game. I loved the story behind it. It was it was cool. The only thing I didn't like is technically it's supposed it's it says it in the name, it's origins. It's supposed to be like a prequel and stuff. Yeah. The thing I the most thing I had a problem with was like, okay, if this is a prequel basically to how Ark the Arkham stuff happens, why is like Batman in like an armored suit when in the Arkham Asylum game, he's basically like in the he's basically like an updated animated version mm-hmm. of the suit. Mm-hmm and just some of the stuff like with the story wise it was just kind of weird and I, and of course for me it just wasn't the same without Kevin Conroy voicing as yeah uh, big, without yeah, Batman that's
0: a big one but I
1: thought the dude that voiced I thought I always forget his name but the guy that voiced Batman and Troy Baker as Joker in Arkham Origins I thought they did amazing but that it's a good game good story but it's not one I'll want to play over and over
0: yeah, no, I hear you. I, I agree with that 100%. I agree with you. You know, for me personally, Arkham City and Arkham Knight are also right there in between. I don't know why, yeah. but for me, a little bit, it's Arkham Knight's my favorite because of, like, the whole uh, Batman seeing Joker. And it's, like, in, in that one, you, like, solely get to realize that, like, even if Joker's not there with Batman, I mean, like, it's kind of uh, not insane, but like you said, a piece of him died when he was holding Joker. That Like, this isn't, you know... What he wanted to do anymore and another exactly. it was yeah it's, it was really good i love the whole. you know they're doing a new one it's a court of owls they're going to do it arkham Green.
1: i i've heard and i'm very i'm very excited for that one and i hope they're they're saying what they're going to do is they were going to make it co-op so you get to play as batman and robin yeah i
0: wish so, that was <laughs>
1: i'm really i'm really hoping they stick with that because i think that'd be so cool to do is to have a co-op batman game and you get to play as a dynamic duo
0: no, 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 I, I wish. I, I mean, time will tell. All right, yeah, this we'll is see. this is a big one. So, you um, there, there's a lot of them. So take your time. Favorite DC <laughs> animated movie. Ooh,
1: favorite DC animated movie. Oh, that's a tough. That's a tough one. It would have to be Under the Red Hood.
0: That's my. <laughs> that's right there. That's mine too. Yep. Under the red. Under Hood. the
1: Red Hood. <laughs> That was, that's probably, that's one I will, I will go to every time to watch over and over just because like, that was, that was kind of my introduction into into the Jason Todd Red Hood. Uh-huh. Um, like I've heard the story and stuff, but that was really my introduction into Jason Todd becoming Red Hood and that whole story. So that was, that's, that's mainly why it's just, that was my introduction to the Red Hood.
0: Same thing for me. I also didn't. I didn't know much about Jason Todd until watching that, and that's also my first like, uh, visual of Jason Todd, like animated. Yeah, I, 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 didn't. I didn't know the comics that well by by at that age when I was watching. You know, the red under the red hood. Um, okay. This one is you know you may you this is an honorable put the pressure. This is favorite DC show and episode. So, you know, <laughs> do which one with that question.
1: D- favorite DC show and episode.
0: Yeah. So, like, I'll give you an example. For me personally, you know, 210 is my favorite show, but if I had to pick a show, like, for an episode, it would be, you know, Justice League, and it would be Unlimited, and it would be the epilogue episode. You know epilogue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would I be, do. like, my favorite one because, you know, we never got an ending to Ben and Beyond, and that was, right. like, a perfect it's, ending. Yeah, it's
1: it's been, my, uh, it's been forever since I've seen that, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Um. See, right now, my see, right now, my favorite show is Titans. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I I can't I can't pick an episode because like all the episodes, in my opinion, even some of the filler episodes, have been really good. Um. Okay. Um. Uh, until I can pick a favorite episode in Titans, my f- favorite show besides Titans for the episode was. The Flash, uh, the CW Flash with uh-huh. Brian Gustin, season one, and it was the it was the mid season finale when we finally got to see him square off with the Reverse
0: Flash in the game. football field. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I was I love the Flash. Like if I like my for my DC like if I could read DC stories in this order it would go batman comics flash comics and then green arrow comics mm-hmm. so for me it was that it was that episode in the football field because that was the first time we really kind of get to see the flat or the reverse flash and him kind of square off and you see the flat and you see the flash he's like he's outnumbered by like the first time they meet it was it was a very so to me, that's my favorite show, favorite
0: episode. All right. Wow. Yeah, I agree. So I, I, a, yeah, I
1: could have, I could have topped out and said season two of Titans, the ending episode when Dick Gracie becomes Nightwing, <laughs> but I feel like that, that, I feel like that'd be too much of a cop out.
0: No. Yeah, I hear, so, you. I, I hear you on that one. For me, yeah, when it comes to so Titans, I, uh, I'm a huge, i um, again, like I say, no, I'm a huge fan of you know, Teen Titans the, the show. So when I heard Titans came out, I was you know insane about it, live action Robin. My third episode no. would have to be the, the Jason Todd one, the one where uh Robin's uh, circus uh, family is getting like, assassinated. You know I,
1: yeah, that actually, now, thought why didn't I say that? Because I <laughs> loved that episode so much. It was be, just because, like, you just, like, not only, like, did we get to see, like, a live-action Jason Todd finally, but, like, <laughs> the scene when he's kicking the cop's
0: ass. yeah.
1: And like he's basically, he's basically like going against like what he was taught by Batman. And like to me, that w- I w- that was like, oh, we got a glimpse of him like going into the Red Hood. Like that was so sick. So for me, so yeah, if it's not the, that Flash episode, definitely that is definitely the Jason Todd episode in Titans.
0: How did you feel? I'm sorry, I'm creating new questions, but we're, we are we are uh, almost done with uh, the DC portion. Um, we're gonna get to Power Rangers, but there's very little Power Ranger stuff. Um the t- the Titans one. How did you feel about the finale of the first season? Uh no, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was the finale. It just didn't feel like a finale. It was the the Batman episode. Uh,
1: oh when uh when oh uh when he had
0: like the 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 vision of him fighting Batman? Um no no not the vision. It was the season one, it was the one where Dick Grayson wakes up, like all we know is he went into the house, but we don't know like what happened afterwards. And then we just wake up into the next episode where the Grayson wakes up in his perfect life, living in, you know, his perfect house with his kids. And then Jason Todd comes to him with a wheelchair, remember? And he, like... Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was con- So, I'm kind of very... That's probably my least favorite episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not m- mainly just for the Batman part. <laughs> because, like, you could there was moments where you could tell like that Batman suit was just not like finished and it looked like it was, it was just cheaply made. So I personally didn't like that episode. I did like the idea that we got to see like what Dick Grayson's life could have been like when he left uh, Batman or he left the superhero life, Mm -hmm. but it's not really my, it's not really one I would want to watch. Over and over, if that
0: makes sense. No, it does. That's why I pointed out that episode because, you know, that's the yeah. one that had half the people liking it and then half the people are like, what was that? What did we just see? Because it, it had right. nothing to do with, like, the storyline and it was the finale. So, like, yeah. to give that as a finale, people were not happy. But season two right. definitely paid it off. Oh, um, yeah. hundred percent. I want to go back to the specific thing, uh, the favorite DC show. Let me get a little bit specific, because I'm really curious. Let's say animated. Let's say I gave you Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Teen Titans, anything you can think of. Any animated DC show, what would you say is your favorite? And if you could, just give me like an, an episode, like not even a name. If you, can't, if you can't remember a name, give me like a description.
1: Um, Batman the Animated Series. Uh-huh, perfect. And it was, there's was actually, it's, there's two episodes. All right. I don't remember, I don't remember the names of them, but it was when Harvey Dent became Two-Face. Uh-huh. And when we got our first introduction as Joker. Oh, Mark so Hamill the original
0: first the season. That's the original first yeah. season. All right.
1: Yes, exactly. And because, like, Mainly because, like, to me, those... Like, even though the show, in a way, it's very dark, to me, those two episodes, like, were the darkest. Because even though it was a kid show and they couldn't really show Joker, like, killing anybody, like, you clearly see in his shadow he's, like, stabbing the dude yeah. like, with a pen. <laughs> even though it's only one stab, you just see that and you're just like, oh, I thought this was, like, a kid show. <laughs> and then, like, just... And then the whole, and then with heart, and then with Two Face, like when he's coming out of the hospital bed, and like he's covering his face. Julie Taylor. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, you're Um, fine. uh, But when like he comes out of the hospital bed, and he comes out of the hospital room, and his face is all messed up, and he looks, and you just see like what the ACE chemicals like did to him and stuff. It, I was just like, oh god, that was just that was that's gnarly looking. So those two episodes specifically and that and the animated series
0: show were my all-time favorite. Yeah, I I, I can't believe I forgot Batman. But yeah, that's definitely, you know, everyone's favorite show of, of DC. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got to mention this because, you know, this is a different portrayal of Batman. We see like a teenager, you know, you know, through high school. We're seeing a version of Spider-Man through this Batman. How do you feel about Terry McGinnis, Batman Beyond?
1: I pers- I uh, I personally liked it. Um I thought it was cool and it was, you know, it was a different take on Batman. I liked the idea of, you know, like Bruce Wayne, like he's he's the Alfred of this new Batman now and it was a more very futuristic Batman. So I liked it. It was really cool. I was actually <laughs> there was actually a time where I was actually going to do like my, uh, <laughs> a Batman Beyond fan film with some with a couple guys but it just, it never, it never fell through. Oh, I was actually, Yeah, I, would I, was like actually going, I, I was actually going to play Terry McGinnis, which was uh, even way cooler. Oh, my God, that's, um, that's awesome. Yeah, but it just, it never happened. It just, something just never, the dude just, like, stopped calling uh, me or whatever. Damn. So, who knows? who knows, maybe I might just actually do it myself. So.
0: Hey, man, I, like I said, we'll Prince see. of Gotham was awesome. I mean, there's only, I believe, two or three episodes, right, of Prince of Gotham?
1: Yeah, I kind of had. I kind of had to take a. Uh, I I still plan on finishing it. I still plan on doing episode three. I just had to kind of take a, a a break from it because um, a lot of the people that I, I I was asking for help or could help me with it, um, they just would not want to help me out with it, or they would just kind of bail on me last minute. And I really didn't want to like rush. I didn't wanna really want to rush it and mm-hmm. stuff. So. I just kind of was like, and wrestling was starting to pick up, so I didn't really have the time, so I was like, you know what, I'll take a break, I'll come back to it eventually, I promised myself I would, but right now I just need to kind of take a break from it. Um, What's actually really cool, because of what's going on with, you know, everybody kind of like being, you know, quarantined in their own houses and stuff, Mm -hmm. I've actually been uh, in the process. Of creating my own, uh, my own Joker
0: uh, fan film. Oh, I cannot wait! That's yeah. Awesome.
1: I I was really like I loved Heath. I loved Mark Hamill's Joker. I love like I love all the Jokers, but Jared Leto's. <clears throat> I know some people might like Jared Leto's. I don't like Jared Leto's Joker, mm-hmm. mainly because of the laughter. The laughter <laughs> is what killed me. I liked the look they were doing. I liked what they were going for. They were kind of going for the, they were going for the gangster look. But for me, it was the it was just the laugh. For me, for Joker, if you're gonna sell me on Joker, you gotta your laugh is what's got to sell me.
0: Yeah. If
1: your laugh doesn't if your laugh doesn't sell it for me, then I'm not a fan of your Joker. I'm sorry. You could be the most badass looking Joker. You could be the most craziest Joker personality wise. If your laugh doesn't do it for me, I'm not a fan of it. Sorry, but. I love Jack Nicholson's. I love Mark Hamill's. Like Mark Hamill is my go-to Joker. Uh, even uh, I loved Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Walking Phoenix did amazing.
0: I saw your gear. I saw you when you had the championship. I saw you come out with like that Joker-inspired gear.
1: Yeah, every like hol- Halloween is my is my favorite. Halloween is my favorite like hol- holiday. So if there's ever any time I'm able to bring wrestling and Halloween together, I I will I will go all out. And that year I did Walking Phoenix's Joker. I came out, I did the dance and everything, like in my ring entrance. I came out with the stare dance music. So it was it was awesome. It was very awesome.
0: Yeah man. I, I remember I remember seeing photos and videos. I, I loved it. I thought it was <laughs> that was hilarious. Um so <laughs> to talked about CW and you talk about Flash, you know One of the CW's own uh, Mount Rushmore-type person, you could say, Uh, Stephen Amell, uh, who plays Oliver Queen and Arrow, he went uh, from the Arrow show to kind of doing a little bit in uh, pro wrestling. How do you feel about that? How did you feel about the whole, you know, SummerSlam Stardust thing to actually going to do a singles match with uh, Christopher Daniels, a legend uh, in Impact and ROH? doing it at All In?
1: Uh, I thought it was actually, I thought it was really cool. Um, I kind of saw it coming when he did the whole Stardust angle and, you know, because Cody Rhodes played one of the villains in the TV show. So I kind of saw it coming. I wasn't bitter about it. I thought it was awesome. and And for me, I was just like, hey, man, he's pulling it off. And I gave the dude so much props. Like, he really pulled it off. So I thought it was, me personally I thought it was really cool.
0: Did you watch the All In Pay-Per-View?
1: I did, yeah, I really did. Yeah. I love I loved it. I loved it. <laughs>
0: it was, was
1: it was uh, besides besides the New besides New Japan Pro Wrestling, like New Japan Pro Wrestling makes me feel like a little kid watching pro wrestling again. Yeah. But All In All In really made me feel like like really that was the first time in a while besides Japan like really getting
0: me out of on the edge of my seat, like oh man, like like this is awesome. Yeah. Um. So since you brought up New Japan, I wanted to ask you. I saw a photo of you. You know in the in the I don't want to call it the performance center the dojo. I know it's like the training dojo, right? The one that's in like uh, America, right? Yeah. The uh,
1: the New Japan dojo in New, LA. Yeah.
0: Uh. You know how was it there? Can you can you give me some of the experience?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it was so cool, and it was so awesome uh, just being able to go there, uh, being able to be trained by uh, Shibata, which was amazing. Which, by the way, he is a big teddy bear, <laughs> I'm going to say. Like, I was expecting to go in, and it was going to be, like, military, like, super serious, and all this stuff. And the minute we started, like, doing roles and we got in the ring, And the minute, like, I see him smiling and laughing and he's having a good time teaching, I was like, this is what I'm expecting for the next four days. Like, this is, (laughs) it relieved so much stress for me. It was awesome. And it was so, it was, uh, it was very cool. So the training, it was, uh, we really, we got like a very taste of what the uh, training was. And it, uh, I'm not going to lie, it kicked my ass. For sure, that was the most squat, the most push-ups I have done since like track and field, and it really was killer. But it was so cool. I was like, it was, it was such a different type of training I was used to, and it really, it really made me like, it was like, okay, if this is if New Japan's what I want to do, like this is what I gotta look for. So it was, it was really cool. I had it was probably the best four days of my life.
0: That's awesome. That's Um, so New Japan's like where you're, where you want to, you know, set yourself to be. That's where you see yourself at the, at the end game of it all, right? You want to be in New Japan Pro wrestling? Yeah. Who is someone you'd want to face? Uh,
1: there's a couple, so there's a couple names I'd really want to face. Uh, Kenny Omega obviously was, is one of those names. Whether he was, whether he was in New Japan or he's in AEW, he's one of those names. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Kota Ibushi is another one. Uh, Okada is another. The w- number one I really would want to f- have a have a match with, just because like I love his I love his gimmick I love his character is Naito.
0: Naito. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Naito. I just love he played. He so he just plays that just like he's like I don't need to be here like I'm good, but like he still and he puts on like a fucking awesome match. So yeah, night like those like Omega, Ibushi, Okada, Naito is number, Naito's number one if it comes to New Japan.
0: Yeah, you know Naito. I've never seen a reaction as big as Naito when he won the dual championships at Russell Kingdom. Oh
1: man, I was even though I wasn't. Ex- even though I wasn't at the Tokyo Dome, I was as loud as I could be, just as loud as the dude, everybody at Tokyo Dome was. Like the fact that he was that he's the he goes down now as the first ever dual champion for New Japan Pro Wrestling is awesome, and he is
0: well de- well deserving of it. Well deserving of it. mm mm-hmm. Were you planning to go to the MSG, the second ever uh, MSG, you know, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling show? No, nah, I
1: never, uh, I never got a chance to go to them. That's, oh. that's a show I, that's a show I, re, wait, repeat the question? Sorry.
0: I said, did you ever go to the uh, first ever MSG show, and would you ever go to the, uh, the second one that's coming up in, uh, August, I believe. No,
1: okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I didn't get a chance to go to the MSG one. I really wanted to, but I didn't get a chance to, um... I really want to go to the next one. I just haven't had a chance to look at anything for it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. I would love to go. I would love to go to it though, just because one, I always want to go. I've always wanted to go to Madison Square Garden, <laughs> whether I'm a fan or I'm wrestling on it. I've always wanted to go. Uh-huh. But uh, a new, like, I really, I have yet to experience a New Japan Pro Wrestling show live.
0: So that's the uh, I'm. I would love to go to the second one. I hope so. All right. I mean, I mean, hey, let, let's hope. I, I, believe, I believe you'll 100% make it at M- MSG and you will be wrestling at MSG.
1: <laughs> Thank you, man.
0: Of course. All right. So I'm going to give you some uh, Power Ranger-related questions. This is from my friend Trevor Brooks, huge fan of okay. Ghost too. All right. All right. Wait. So what is your favorite season?
1: Mainly because of the Psycho Rangers.
0: I'm sorry, you cut out a little Can you repeat that?
1: Like, No, you're good. I'm probably just driving at a bad spot. Um, It was uh, Power Rangers in space. In space. Mainly because of the Psycho Rangers.
0: Uh-huh. Did you like the Forever Red show?
1: Uh, oh, I loved the Forever Red. That's literally my top episode I will go to watch every time is the Forever <laughs> Red.
0: All right. Alright, uh who's your favorite villain?
1: Oh, you're putting me on the spot with Alan.
0: I told you this is gonna be some hard questions. I gave uh, you the
1: warning. Uh uh I'm gonna have to say Lord Zedd. Lord Zed. Zed was my favorite. yeah, Lord Zed is my favorite. Because like he's he's like the ultimate bad guy when it comes to Power Rangers.
0: I, I agree. i no. I was definitely scared shitless of Lord Zed at one point. Yeah,
1: like like what other vil- Like what other villain on like any like TV show or even a movie? It's just muscles and just metal, and he had- and like you could see
0: his brain. You know, like, for me, for me, I started watching Power Rangers at the time of uh, Lightspeed and Time Force. Okay, and uh, you know, I was scared shitless during the whole Lightspeed saga between the sixth Ranger, between like the whole Poison Mark and all that. You know, (laughs) for me, for me, (laughs) I felt like, you know, that was probably the worst, worst kind of villains you can find in the show. But I agree with Lord Zed. I definitely, definitely, definitely would never, ever be in a room with Lord Zed. No. All right. This is a hard one because, you know, for me, this I would never even be able to answer this. Who's your favorite mentor? Say that again? Who's your favorite mentor in the Power Rangers, you know, saga? Mentor? Yeah, like mentor.
1: Hmm. Oh man! Like I feel like the obvious choice would be Zordon. Uh
0: huh.
1: But me personally, I would I would have to say uh, I don't know how well this season gets like much uh, love. I would have to say Tommy when he was on Dino Thunder.
0: Oh, of course! Yep, yeah, the, the Golden Black they, Ranger.
1: Like, yeah, mainly... One because not only was he a ranger, but he was a mentor, and he he was the, he was a mentor that's been a ranger, and he basically went through it all. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was able to kind of be like, "Look, like I know what you guys are gonna go through. I've been through this, but you know I'm here for you." And the fact that he was still being a mentor as he was being a Power Ranger at the same time—that was that to me was like, "Oh, this is a dude that's lived it, so he's gonna be the mentor now." That's awesome. So, I would have to say, I'd have to say Tommy and Dino Thunder, but obviously all-time mentor is
0: Zordon. Yep. All right. All right. Yeah, I think, think, you know, both those answers are uh, as good as they can be. I think, I I agree with you. You know, JDF definitely, definitely had an awesome role into Dino Thunder. I remember that, and I loved every moment of it. Did you like that episode where he had to battle himself? Like, his old...
1: Yeah, I love that episode. That's probably my favorite episode in that, is when he's kind of going through his path and
0: fighting him and fighting his other uh, Ranger forms. I thought that was really cool. Alright, next question. What is your favorite Megazord from any show? Oh,
1: man. Megazord. Oh, man. See, like, they're all so good in their own way. Uh. Megazord 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 I wanted uh I'm gonna go with uh the White Tiger Megazord when Tommy became the White Tiger Ranger uh-huh um because like that was the only like I believe I could be wrong but that was probably the first Megazord that could be its own Megazord without being connected with any others
0: I think you're right I think that was the first time you did show that yeah. yeah
1: I could be I could be wrong uh, but that was I was like, Oh, he doesn't need any others, like that's awesome. And plus two, like the the white like the white tiger theme, like was so was so badass to me. Like the Power Rangers had their own theme, but the fact that like, like the White Tiger like the White even though when he was the Green Ranger he had his own theme, but when he was a white tiger ranger and he had the theme for that one was I was like, Oh, that's so badass. So I would have to say the White Tiger make a
0: all right, awesome. What did you think of the. If, 20- not, the,
1: if, if not the White Tiger Megazord, it's definitely the the uh, Astro Megazord.
0: Oh, the, May- the Astro, yeah, that's a good one.
1: Yeah.
0: I love the Astro. Um, what did you, did you think of the 2017 uh, movie?
1: Okay, I don't care what anybody says, I personally loved it. I loved it because it was. They took kind of a, a realistic take on it it was very modern in its own way and it just was uh it was it was very it was it was very different and i like that um what really sold me on it were the suits i liked that the suits weren't you know just uh they weren't just skin they weren't just more suits with like shiny helmets like yeah. they made it look as. Like they made it look like it was alien it was actual armor because the the uh suits are supposed to be basically armor so i thought it was a really cool take on those
0: yeah no i I saw you actually uh i don't want to say cosplayed because it was definitely part of your gear i heard the story because again i watched the podcast your friend got you the red ranger helmet and you wore it down your entrance right yeah
1: it was actually yeah it was actually my uh, my fiance got it for me oh, for fiance. my birth yeah for my birthday oh wow and i was uh it was it was so cool cuz i have always wanted a power ranger helmet but the fact that it was actually like from the 2017 movie and not one of the originals it was even way cooler and i've always wanted to be the red ranger so the fact that it was the red ranger helmet i was like yep. Definitely had to come out with this in a wrestling show. And I did. How was, was the crowd's so reaction
0: during that? Other than your own? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were, uh, they were, some people were like, really? A Power Ranger? And then some people were like, dude, the Power Ranger helmet is fucking dope. So <laughs> it was somewhat half and half.
0: I hear you. I loved it. I, again, I saw as many photos and I saw uh, a brief, small video. And yeah, you look like you came out. You hit the pose and everything. I, I thought that was awesome. thank you who would you say is your favorite Power Ranger and I think you may have already mentioned it you know by the way you're talking about your favorite Megazord your favorite you know uh, Mentor Uh, but I'll ask anyways what would be your favorite Power Ranger who would be your favorite Power Ranger it
1: would hands down have to be uh, Andros from space
0: oh okay in
1: space yeah because uh, Power Rangers in space is really the first season i started watching Uh and i loved i loved the costumes i loved the theme song i loved everything about primers in space and he just i i just i i really can't say what it was about him specifically but i just loved his i loved his red ranger i going back and watching it it was probably the fact that at first he didn't really want to have a team and then he was like you know i'm actually gonna need a team if i want to be able to you know take down the, the the bad guy so to me it's it will it will be andros from space
0: all right all right that's uh, all our parent questions uh we did all the dc questions um i'm trying to make sure i got them all all right yeah it looks like it's everything and uh, back to the wrestling ones just like, just like two more uh, i want to know um what's next for your career you know again you're part of the unguided what's your what any goals ever com- i want to accomplish
1: Uh, just right now, once things get, uh, start picking back up, uh, Matt and I just plan on taking over. All right. That's it. That's the goal right now. We just want to take over and we want to be seen. All
0: right. Now I got to ask for myself and hopefully for those other, you know, uh, Nightwing fans, will we ever get a chance to see you in the Nightwing, you know, kind of wrestling gear again?
1: Um, I can't say. I don't really have an answer for you when, but I do plan on doing a very different take on a Nightwing themed gear.
0: All right, now now, now I get something oh. I'm excited for. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll say it like that. Just, I I would like I would like to kind of do the Nightwing thing again, but I think this time around it'd kind of be like my own take on it.
0: That's awesome. Oh, are you planning to you know introduce that soon? Maybe to the next uh, Mecca
1: we'll see who knows <laughs> uh, i i won't say no but i'll definitely leave it on the table
0: all right all right um well that's that's all the questions that's all the questions i have for you today um let me just end off the podcast um what do you want you want to say anything to the people that were listening
1: yeah uh, i just want to say thank you guys so much for listening and then hanging out um if you guys ever you know want to Give me a, If you guys ever want to check my stuff out, you can follow me all over on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Facebook is Damian Drake, D-A-M-I-A-N, not E-N, <laughs> D-A-M-I-A-N-D-R-A-K-E. On Instagram, it is all lowercase, Damian Drake, L-V, and same thing for Twitter, Damian Drake, L-V. And you can definitely check out my YouTube channel um, as my man Eric has said before. I've done. I do little fan films. I recently started doing box openings for action figures. I recently started becoming an action figure, action figure collector. collector. <laughs> so you can definitely check that out. Uh, you can just type in Damien Drake. Um, you should be able to see my channel. It should be one of the first ones that pop up. Um, if you, anybody would like any merch, you art, you can contact me through uh, any forms of social media, and we'll make something work.
0: All right, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening to the ARWP Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. See you later.